Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to On the Ball with Rick Buecher. Here's your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. This is On the Ball on the United Wecast Network, and I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, hear me on Fox Sports Radio, and you can read me by ordering the memoir of Brian Grant and his battle with young onset Parkinson's called Rebound. If you know someone with Parkinson's or you know nothing about Parkinson's, you will want to read Brian's story. Order your copy on Amazon or visit your favorite brick-and-mortar bookstore to grab one. Are you a Kindle reader, audiobook listener? We've got those versions as well. Support Brian's foundation, which supports those afflicted with Parkinson's, and pick up your copy today. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rick Buecher. I'm a lot of places. But there's only one place you can hear me talking about story angles and perspectives that you are not likely to find anywhere else, primarily but not exclusively involving the NBA, and that is here. First of all, thank you for your patience and understanding in giving me a few days off while visiting my daughter. I'm sure this experience is relatively fresh for all of you from one side of the equation or the other either going away to college yourself, that is, or going to see someone who has gone away to college. I'm now experiencing it from the parent side, and it's considerably different than doing it from the kid's side, for me. In part because I'm far different from my daughter, in some ways at least, and in part because being the parent makes it different. I was not homesick when I took off for college. I couldn't wait to be on my own. My parents didn't have the wherewithal to visit me at college either, since I went almost on the other side of the country, so I didn't even think about that being a possibility. My daughter, on the other hand, has invited both me and my wife to visit her, and we've both done so separately already this semester. She's a freshman. Uh, The backdrop to all this is I have a friend whose daughter, roughly the same age, has completely cut him off. And I won't go into the details, but from everything I know, he does in no way deserve it. And it's absolutely killing him, understandably. And so it makes me incredibly grateful that I have what I have. And I know that nothing is guaranteed. We do the best that we can, and the rest is up to the fates. Again, 
why I'm grateful that I get to do what I do and that I have in my life who I have. And I'm grateful for all of you guys, sincerely. Uh, for some reason, even though this is mostly a one-way conversation, I feel closest to my podcast audience. Maybe it's simply because I am doing this on a daily basis and it's me free-forming it for the most part uh, rather than as structured as the TV appearances can be or anything else. Anyway, the added value in going to see her is that I had a chance to attend my first NBA game and NBA team practice while I was visiting her. I've talked about how much is lost covering the league via TV monitors and Zoom and not having in-person conversations, which is essentially why I didn't go to any games last year. But going to a game and practice really brought home just how much stuff I took for granted. Simply waiting to get into practice, I had conversations that provided ancillary information that could be valuable down the road. Uh, building relationships, if nothing else. And I'm sure you've experienced something similar in your lines of work. You go to one of your kids' games and talk to the other parents and learn a ton about what's going on in school or the soccer program or the neighborhood. Or you go to a lunch with colleagues and you're going to learn a lot that you would not have known if you hadn't gone. I'm not saying what team I visited, by the way, because it might give away where my daughter is going to school. And I have mixed feelings about advertising where my kids are and what they're doing. Um, I'm certainly proud of what she's doing and that she's playing hoops at the next level and same with my son. Um, and I've talked about them at various times, but I don't know. I, I, I just feel the, I feel the need to be a little cagey, if you will. Um, I'm going to talk more about this in an upcoming podcast, by the way, because it relates to one of the subjects I want to hit, an NBA subject, and why I feel about it as I do. And, and I sincerely believe when it comes to parenting, I believe there's certain principles that we all have, but I also believe to each his own to a certain extent. I just know it's been weird enough for my kids throughout their playing careers that their coaches know who I am and what I do and, and want to talk shop. They're like more... <laughs> more interested in talking to me than maybe some of the other parents or even talking to my kids. And I can see how that is odd, especially the one thing they've said is like, um, yeah, I want to spend time with my dad, not have my dad spending time with my coach. So I get that. My kids have alternately loved that their teachers or coaches know me for my work. And they've also asked me to steer clear for some of the reasons that I've mentioned in general. I've tried to do everything in my power to make sure that they get all the opportunities, but not any special treatment or attention, and to make sure that I'm not a distraction from what I see as their time to shine or be at center stage. Now, I understand any parent who is conflicted about that. We want the best for our kids, or conflicted on how to do that. We want the best for our kids. I just believe doing what's best for them doesn't necessarily mean doing the most for them. And again, subject that I, I plan on hitting uh, in an upcoming episode soon. I already had a backlog of topics I wanted to address and a lot piled up 
in the few days that I took off from doing a daily episode. Seems like as soon as I took a few days, it was an avalanche of topics that just were begging to be talked about. Top of the non-NBA list, John Gruden and his racist, misogynistic emails and decision by the Raiders to move on from him. Adam Schefter and his reporting methods on those same racist, misogynistic emails. Top of the NBA list, Ben Simmons showed up in Philly unannounced. Where does that go? And the Brooklyn Nets first accepted that Kyrie Irving might only play in away games and then decided to reverse course, banning him from all team activity instead, presumably until he gets vaccinated. All in the last week. When I started to compose my thoughts to put out a podcast a, t- a couple days ago when I thought that I'd be able to do it while visiting my daughter, that podcast centered on Kyrie. Three days later, Kyrie Irving is still very much a hot topic. And in case there was any question about how much an unvaccinated Kyrie figures in to the Brooklyn Nets' future plans, Sham Sharania of The Athletic is reporting that they are not offering him a contract extension. There's no indication if that stance would change should he decide to get vaccinated. I have to believe that it would. But the message they're sending is very clear. You're not indispensable. We're ready to move on without you, both short and long term. The Nets appear to be coming to the conclusion I came to several episodes ago. That if they're serious about competing for a title... They can't afford to have a wild card like Kyrie in their midst. The reason for the change in their stance, by all indications, is that they're just tired of the weather vane in a hurricane that is Kyrie Irving. GM Sean Marks expressed confidence that everyone would be ready to go when training camp opened because his Three big stars all indicated at that time they were willing to get vaccinated, Kyrie included, apparently. When Kyrie then balked, well, it's not unusual for Kyrie to zig and zag before he ultimately goes in the original direction everyone thought he would go. But when he balked, they they figured he'd change his stance again soon enough or soften once the team started practicing and playing. And none of that happened. Knowing that Kyrie, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, takes a rather holistic view of what he puts in his body, at least made his balking one of principle. Again, something they thought his desire to play would overcome. Now we have a newly reported reason he's not vaccinated. I assume that it's true. And what it says about Kyrie is the core of the problem that Kyrie presents for the Brooklyn. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
nets. According to Shams, Kyrie is not anti-vaccine, but sees himself standing up for those who've lost their jobs because they're not vaccinated. And the latest Instagram live post that Kyrie had would indicate that to be the case. He says, down with people who are vaccinated. Now the Nets have to be thinking, well, what next? He can't play because he needs to save the whales? Because there's an anti-fracking bill being considered in North Dakota? Or there's not an anti-fracking bill being considered in North Dakota? Uh, these may seem extreme, but at this point, with way the way Kyrie has gone back and forth and come up with new reasons for new objections, it's not that far-fetched. I'd like to admire Kyrie for taking a stand and sticking by it. I know a lot of people have. I'd like to, but I can't because it's such a nonsensical stand. I don't understand this devotion Kyrie, he's standing on his own. He's thinking on his own. He's going on his own direction. He won't be manipulated or dissuaded. And all that's well and good, but what is he standing for? It's a nonsensical stand because, one, how does him choosing not to get vaccinated and risk his NBA career help anyone who has opted not to get vaccinated and lose their job? Kyrie not playing has zero impact on those people or their situations. Kyrie not getting vaccinated has zero impact on those people or their situations. It doesn't bring attention to them. It doesn't create sympathy. We don't know any more about them now than we did then or that we knew on their own volition. It's not even relatable. And there really doesn't have to be a number two to invalidate what he's doing. If your action has no hope of providing a solution, what's the point of taking a stand? Taking a stand for taking a stand's sake? Is that where we are? I'm going to be an individual. I don't know why I'm going to be an individual in this way. I'm just going to be. But I'll give you a two. Two, there are a host of voices out there bigger than Kyrie's, speaking up for the unvaccinated in a way that is incredibly divisive. Voices in some cases who are hypocrites because they, they themselves have been vaccinated. And is Kyrie in league with them? It kind of flies in the face of this idea of him wanting to bring people together and finding this whole issue as being divisive. But if, if he's not with them, he should say so. And the problem is that we're not hearing any of this from Kyrie. Let me amend that. We're hearing from Kyrie. We're just not hearing anything that makes sense. His latest Instagram post had him both siding the issue in a multitude of ways. Saying he's down with those who are vaccinated and he's down with those who are losing their jobs because they aren't. He had something else to say about his legacy already being written and he'll be fine and he understands the consequences of his actions. But if any of you understood his point or his message, please let me know. On second thought, don't. Because communicating is my profession. I spent a good deal of my career helping players tell their side of a story. 
from Jalen Rose to Steven Jackson to Jason Kidd to Rasheed Wallace and dozens, maybe hundreds in between those. I pursued those stories because who I heard those guys to be from their teammates and from, from my conversations with them and how they presented themselves didn't mesh with the reputations they had. Kyrie is a walking contradiction too, but so much of it is by his own hand, not the work of others. I had a doctor, I mentioned it in a previous episode, take exception on an earlier podcast when I commended Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic for coming out and clearly stating why he's not vaccinated. I explained then, and I will repeat now, I don't agree with not getting vaccinated. But I at least appreciated that Isaac didn't allow anyone to speak for him. I'm willing to listen to someone's reason. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but I will always listen. That seemed to bother the doctor that I gave it credence to listen. And that bothered a lot of other people. And I'm okay with that. I like to keep an open mind. Or maybe that's the rebel in me. Anyway, Isaac answered the question. Whether you like the answer or not, it's a far cry better than Andrew Wiggins or Kyrie have done, which is not explain themselves. And I'm putting Bradley Beal off to the side because he gave a reason that suggests he doesn't understand how viruses and vaccines work. And it's hard to take the viewpoint of someone seriously when they don't have that rudimentary understanding. I've had more than one executive in the league say to me, they don't think Kyrie is really all that committed to playing anymore, that he can take it or leave it. Sometimes people say things for effect or as an insult, a disparaging remark. And for a long time, I put those remarks in that category. And to be clear, executives were insinuating that well before this vaccine issue with Kyrie reared its head. In any case, execs saying that or believing that doesn't necessarily make it true. But I do think it's clear that playing the game and being great at basketball is far from the be-all and end-all for Kyrie. He's pretty much said so, which does not prohibit him from still being great. There are plenty of players who have serious aspirations beyond basketball. Damian Lillard and his recording career. LeBron James and his production company. Kevin Durant and his production company. The distinction is, none of them are allowing those side hustles to interfere with their main one. I don't have any questions about whether or not Lillard and LeBron still love playing the game and are doing their utmost to make themselves as ideally fit and suited and ready to play the game. I do with Kyrie. How could anybody not? He asked in his Instagram live monologue Wednesday night, you think I really want to give up my dream to go after a championship? You think I really want to just give up my job? And my answer is, yeah, I do. Because your actions indicate that. He also said, nobody should be forced to do anything with their bodies. If anybody should know that that's not true, it's an athlete. Athletes are forced to do things with their bodies 
from the first time they run wind sprints. Athletes voluntarily do things with their bodies that are not the least bit healthy. They do it because they get paid sums of money they can't imagine making any other way. And they do it because they love to compete and see exactly what their bodies are capable of doing beyond the norm. He also said, do what's best for you. He said that mere seconds before asking, do you really think I want to sit at home and not go after the things with my teammates that I've learned to grow with, that I've learned to take sacrifice in this space? So what is it? Do what's best for you or make a sacrifice for the benefit of your teammates? Because it can't be both. He also said, we could be easily chilling at home with our families, but we're choosing to go out there and perform. So playing is optional in his mind. It's also a sacrifice to actually go out and play games. I'm now going to do my best to go on a hiatus, if you will, because at this point, I'm just not convinced there's a whole lot more value in dissecting where he is and isn't. And there are a whole lot more subjects that I want to get to in this podcast. All right, that does it for this episode of On the Ball on the United WeCast Network. Man, it's good to be back. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, in the next episode, you've heard it. We have a, I have a whole list of subjects I want to get to. Uh, I'll decide once I turn the mic on, which direction we're going to go. But you already have the list, and we'll get to all of it at some point. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.